Good morning, all you beautiful peahens and peacocks. Welcome into this episode of Jason in the Morning on AM 1321. <laughs> it's funny that uh, sometimes I can note significant differences on uh, airplay, so sometimes it's like, eh, is that episode not good? Or <laughs> are you all all on vacation uh, and catching up in the rearview mirror, which is okay. Uh, <laughs> you can always listen to us in fast mode if you're short on time. All right, we're going to get going with your stories today. Checking that feedback, always wondering, how do you like the new without the break in it, without the A and the B side, just one side altogether? We'll do it again today. We'll try to get some feedback. We'll get going after Webster's Wheel gets us kicked off. How are you on your T double E double R double I double F double I double C? Your tantric, your tantalizing, or whatever it needs to be today. Eric Tucker and Brian Slowsko. We'll go with that. Out of the Associated Press. Look, I mean, they're breaking news, but are they really telling us something we don't know? In this story out of Washington. It seems that a lot of colleges and universities, libraries, other people, you know, they need guest lecturers. They need people to come about and talk to them about their stuff uh, and to do some good things, you know, talk about their public service and life. However, comma, hmm, some of these public institutions who have been having people like the Supreme Court, in this case, Justice Sotomayor, uh, let's say those institutions may or may not have uh, been encouraged to sell the wares of said visiting justice. Now, there's not a lot wrong, if done correctly, where you can work in government and have your own life. The problem becomes if there's influence or a quid pro quo. Some of her staff has says, uh, or her staff is alleged at prodding some of these institutions to sell her books, to sell her memoirs, her children's books. Does everybody have a children's book but me? You know what I'm doing this weekend? I'm writing a children's book. Stand by. We are going to open Mindborough Publishing very soon. All right, but to the tune of $3.7 million. And that's over 14 years, so that's, that's not tremendous. But it is some money, and particularly salivating, more so because it's people in the Supreme Court who are supposed to be immune to this, kind of. Now, you might hear me slurping in the background, and look, if this is your first time listening, I apologize. Not really. I don't apologize. I take it back. I don't apologize. I don't apologize to nobody. Uh, that's also not true. But... You know, sometimes, and having studied ergonomics and human factors and design and, you know, different things, which there are seven principles of design, if you're curious, but 
I've never understood, right? And, and summertime brings out all the Scooby snacks and all the different things. Um, <laughs> but like the pouch drinks, right? Whether they're Capri Suns, Kool-Aid Jammers, whatever. Do you remember the old plastic waxy bottles that Kool-Aid Burst used to be in? But anywho, why do they put the freaking plastic wrapper and glue it to the side that the straw's on? Put it on the back side. Because then when you go to sip, now you got this, this little plastic thing in your face. Anyway, back to uh, the folks of uh, getting across on, you know, what's the right side of wrong? What is the side of the law here? Uh, I think that uh, there might be some digging. They said that they've got some uh, documents uh, that the Associated Press, tens of thousands that show uh, that not only Sotomayor, but some other justices as well, may be at fault for doing some of this influencing. So, I mean, come on, they just they just want the cut, folks. They just want a little piece of the pie. Don't you like pie? Pie's delicious, especially in the summer. Yeah, fruity pie. Actually, in the summer, it should be all about the peach pie, because that's what you can uh, get in the summer, peach. I guess, though, in South Carolina, Probably get peaches your room. Let's see you, South Carolina people. All right, out of futurism.com. Here's an interesting one with a lot of subtext to it. Maggie Harrison uh, gives us a name here. <laughs> Speaking of Harrison, read yesterday George Harrison and Eric Clapton dated the same girl. Uh, Bonnie, maybe? Anyway, they wrote like five or six songs allegedly about her story was George treated her like poop and Eric did the same thing and then Eric one-upped him and said you know what I'm not only gonna treat her like poop I'm gonna date her sister um, don't know how I got there from hydration um, drinking I guess uh, <laughs> hey look if, if you listen to the long version of the mind bro you understand all right uh, this story though is about Harvard Harvard University at Cambridge, they are going to start using an AI instructor. Now, what they're going to do is blend ChatGPT versions 3.5 and 4.0 to teach Computer Science 5.0. Um, you know, and it's probably, uh, it's probably because, you know, tuition's so cheap there, and this is what they have to do, because they can't afford to pay teachers there at Harvard. That is sarcasm, folks. So they said it's one of their most popular courses, so it'll be of intrigue to see what the feedback is and what uh, the little pieces are that go to it. Um, and so, but they're also saying it might reduce the teacher to uh, student ratio. So basically, they're encouraging this. Which can be good. So I don't know that I hate this idea. I think it's intriguing and good on Harvard, I guess, for taking the... Because the, they're going to take a social hit for this. But hey, they're going to figure out if this happens. The intrigue and the subtext to this story, though, is that this course, according to them, was the most popular one of the most popular classes that was featured on this platform called edX that's lowercase e lowercase d capital X so the piece there is that 
Uh, edX is this institution that was created as a platform, online learning platform, uh, that was built, uh, teamwork between MIT and Harvard. And what the aim of this platform was, was to share information with the masses, right? And which is great. But little did most people know it was sold last year for $800 million. So it went from a learning institutional platform strictly sold to a group called 2U, the number two and the letter U, uh, for $800 million. million. All right, in the next one, speeding up here so we keep you awake going. Uh, be, look, I, I was going to say be wary of what's in your painkillers, but I mean, let's be honest. Do you really know what you're putting in your body? This was a lot of people's arguments during the vid, right? Where people are like, oh, they're putting chicken noodle soup in us, or oh, they're putting this in us, or oh, they're doing... You don't know. I mean, you open a bottle of ibuprofen, you assume what's in there. Well, according to this story by Igor Bonifacio, uh, Bonifacic, uh, what he's saying is that uh, there are a lot of different things in there. There's a report uh, that came out uh, basically talking about what, what pollutants are going into the pills themselves. Now, parts of the pills, the shells, the coatings, the gels, all these things have to be uh, made by something. And uh, so not only that, but we're trying to reduce the overall carbon emissions. But now they're saying, well, turpentine could be an alternative to what we're trying to do versus using rubbish and recycled plastics. To, I mean, look, that's that's where we're at, folks. We're, we're arguing about these things. Um, me thinks maybe go the way of like goodies or BC's powder, you know, use good old paper and uh you know just put the the drug in it but that's not convenient for people either nor is it preferred so uh i think it's a delicate dance that people are going to have to figure out of you know what what is there but the other side to this if you i mean go back not that long maybe a hundred years like that's how we did things you, you know and that's people had to make pills and people had to, to go to the drugstore we can't we can't always swing full organic and full protection on things. There, there has to be a, a risk reward uh, for some of these things. So that's just my thought. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. All right. We'll continue rocking and rolling with your sports uh, for the second time in baseball history. You have a father-son pairing who have won the home run derby. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., uh, I guess it's 19 years. I think his dad won in 04, maybe 07. Um, so both of them had won. Ken Griffey, senior and junior, the only other pair to do so. Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, stands alone as the only three-time home run derby champion. That remained as New York Mets Alonzo uh, did not reach the finals. Uh, the All-Star game will go today. And then most teams will pick up Thursday or Friday uh, with games going on as well. Let's see, we covered NASCAR. We talked about that. You've still got Wimbledon uh, going on as well. NBA Summer League. And I think that's pretty much what we're riding. Slow sports day for us today. All right. Well, as always, we are brought to you by Linda's Library for Socialites and Savages. Julie's Prudent Produce, Heathcliff's Captivating Lodging. 
Dragon Rouse Expedition Services. Hey, and if you want to wander around New York, why not do it with Hold? Right, we'll take you on a trip to nowhere. That's what we've got for you. Enjoy your Tuesday. We'll be back at it tomorrow, folks. Have a good one. Show your feathers. Shake them off. Shine them off. And uh, hey, whatever your week's bringing to you, may bring excitement. Enjoy it. Always be good to each other. Be good to yourself. Be a good human. Do your level best out there. Jason in the morning. We'll talk to you tomorrow.